to the Me, You, Us podcast on this Wellbeing Wednesday. And of course, our podcast is about well-being. I wanted to thank everyone that joined us uh, for the podcast last Wednesday, where we had my good friend Carl Browning on, a COVID survivor and co-worker of ours. If you did not catch that, please go back and check it out because uh, not only was it informative, but it was a little entertaining towards the end, and I don't want to spoil it, so you'll just have to go out and look at it. Uh, so if you recall, a few weeks ago, we introduced personal well-being, and uh, we talked about the five pillars, mental, physical, social, financial, and professional well-being. And now we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive into each one of those pillars. Uh, so today we're going to focus on mental well-being. My guest today is Karen Gallagher. She is the founder and owner of the Wellness Institute of Michigan. So I will turn it over to you, Karen. If you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, that'd be great. Uh, thank you, Bill, for having me and inviting me to participate in your podcast program. I'm really excited to be here, so thank you for that. Um, the Wellness Institute of Michigan is a mental health counseling practice, and we have three locations in Michigan, Jackson, Ann Arbor, and Okemos. And we service um, individuals ages 0 to 100. Uh, we provide individual, uh, couples, and family ther uh, therapy services. Um, I personally have an MSW, Master's in Social Work, from Michigan State University, and I've worked in multiple service areas um, in the field, including inpatient psych, substance abuse, rehab, and now private practice. Um, and I've been doing all of these things for many, many years, which I'm not going to tell you how long. <laughs> <laughs> Many. That's that's a little squishy, but we'll take it. Um, and, and by the way, go green to a fellow Spartan. What really kind of pulled you towards uh, mental health? What you know? Why did you decide to get into this uh, into this arena? I think um, the interest came from working with friends and family members who would want to discuss situations and concerns that they might have been having. Um, and emotional upsets, and um, found that it was something I was really enjoying. And then secondly, I think just being interested in the psychological um, backgrounds of, of individuals and how we operate was always um, something that I was curious about. You know, when we talk about mental health, it means different things to different people sometimes. How do you define mental health or mental well-being? So mental health um, or mental well-being to me um, reflects a, a person's ability to cope with uh, stress in their lives um, or understand that different uh, and difficult situations may arrive in their lives um, and challenge them at different points. Um, however, they, are a, a, they have the ability to go ahead and tolerate those challenges in a way that the rest of their life is actually um, relatively stable. So we look at areas like occupation, um, as you mentioned in your five pillars, physical health, um, their stability in terms of their finances or family and relationships. And, and if they are um, relatively stable in all of those areas, we look at that as somebody who has a good mental well-being. Um, it is also defined as the absence of mental illness. Okay. And that, you know, that, that kind of brings up a, another question or, or something that, you know, we, we talk about quite frequently and that is, you know, the stigma 
associated with, with mental health and sometimes with mental illness or just needing to talk to someone. And, you know, I really like to talk about the role that we play as friends, as family, as coworkers in breaking down that stigma and uh, allowing people to, you know, understand, own their feelings, and then, uh, you know, seek the help that they need if they need it. So could you kind of talk us uh, through a little bit of that? Right. So um, mental health stigma is um, a major concern in our society in that many people might feel um, ashamed of a mental health problem or the community in some way does not um, accept it or their perception, individual's perception is that it is a shameful or embarrassing um, situation. So in order to dispel the myths associated with that stigma, we try really hard to educate the community about what mental health is and that it is equal to physical health in terms of its importance and natural um, response to stress in, in people's lives. So we try and minimize the fact that it is actually something that is negative, but it is actually something that is expected. And we all have these um, challenges in life, and it's unreasonable, I think, for us to believe that um, no one is going to ever experience depression or anxiety or stress, because that's just not really true. Um, so I think it's, it's educating people um, and letting others know that this is going on and being open about it and not afraid to talk about it. But, you know, once we've kind of pushed through that stigma and people are kind of in touch with their feelings and, and willing to, to talk about it, I've, I've heard this term, you know, holistic approach to mental health. So holistic um, mental health means that it focuses on the whole person and all the factors that, again, influence a person's life. So we evaluate a person based on things like their family history, their socioeconomic status, their cultural issues, their ethnic issues, uh, legal in, uh, issues, social, spiritual, religious, family, upbringing, all those kinds of, of things that are in a person's life because we don't exist just you know, in a vacuum. So holistic intervention means that when we talk with individuals, we are recognizing all of those areas and we're trying to reach out to them to talk about all of those areas so that we understand the person in the whole, not just a person, you know, in a vacuum in a certain area. All right. And, and, and you know, that makes a lot of sense because as, as I take a look at what's going on, especially with, with COVID-19 right now and working from home and, and really being at home a lot, you know, it, it can be depressing or it can cause anxiety. And for me, uh, like I've shared with a lot of people, you know, I'll tell you that I, I'm getting a suntan from opening and closing my refrigerator door. And not only that, I'm, I'm slowly losing my beach body. Uh, and I haven't necessarily been exercising the way that I had in the past. And so I might be feeling depressed or anxious. That might not be mental illness, so to speak. It may be uh, physical or something else impacting that. So how, kind of, how do those things um, work together? And if we're feeling stressed or anxious or depressed, you know, how do we figure out, you know, what's going on? Is that, is that a mental problem? Is that a, is something going on with me physically and so on? So how do those things all kind of interrelate? So we believe that, um, you know, issues that are physical um, can have a mental health impact. Like, you know, God forbid you had a serious illness of some type. Um, I would expect you to experience some stress, um, anxiety, and or, and or depression from that. And I think the reverse is true. 
um, sometimes we can become so stressed out that we actually create a panic reaction and we can end up with increased heart rates and things of that nature. And I think right now with the COVID-19 situation, stress and anxiety are high for anybody and everyone. And there's really not um, a situation where no one is, ex or individuals are experiencing nothing. I mean, that's just really rare um, because this pandemic is so pervasive right now, but they do interact and we recognize that. Obviously, if somebody has something physical going on, we try to rule that out um, and make sure that um, that is being addressed first and foremost. However, um, the mental health piece is, is related to that. And we try to treat both things and understand that, yes, you do need your physical help, but you're also going to need mental health support as well. So, you know, that kind of brings it all together when we talk about you know, uh, personal well-being and how mental health impacts all of that. And uh, we're getting that point in the podcast where uh, we're, we're going to wind down. Um, but before I do that, you know, what are some tips or practices or recommendations that you would have for our coworkers here at Consumers Energy to practice, you know, good mental health? So there's the, the typical answer, of course, is usually things like eat well, eat properly, get your rest, get your exercise, etc. Um, so I would support all three of those um, ideas as well. But I think in addition to that, being sure that you have good balance in your life um, is very important and that you find time to relax as well as to work. Um, I think in this time with the COVID situation and how isolated we are, it's really important to seek out supports and friends and to make connections um, in virtual situations and or by phone so that we're not alone. Um, I think that's particularly important right now because of the isolation piece. I think we also try to do things like stay mindful and stay in the present so that we don't go too far forward with our thinking and try and um, avoid you know, exaggerating or anticipating more uh, difficulties than there really are. Um, I think that it's important that we try to use relaxation techniques and meditation techniques as well uh, to keep us calm. Uh, so, you know, I'm kind of hearing some, some things here that are, that are uh, positive. For one, we're not alone. Uh, and if we talk to other folks, we'll find out that maybe we're not the only ones feeling the way that we are. We're going to wrap up the podcast now. I really want to say thanks for being on, Karen. Before I go, is there anything else you'd like to share in closing? Uh, first of all, again, thank you for having me, Bill. That was really, um, I think, important that we get this information out. And, you know, I think lastly and importantly is that if folks are feeling like they have any mental health stress right now, which is a very common situation that they should reach out um, and try and get some help and not try and struggle with this alone. Um, professionals can um, offer quite a bit of support at this time and um, everybody's home and locked in. So it's, it's something that's very important to receive that as just like if we were looking for um, any kind of services for our physical condition, we would reach out to our physicians. So I'm hoping that you'll reach out for that. Again, thanks to Karen Gallagher for being on today. Thank you all for listening. We're here to serve you. So if you have suggestions or comments, you can send them to me at william.krieger at cmsenergy.com. Uh, join us next week where we'll have Dr. Jesse Guasco. Uh, we'll talk us through physical well-being as another pillar in personal well-being.